Marketing Made Easy, the podcast. Now here are your hosts from Get Savvy Club, Anna Geary and Anita Baldwin. Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Marketing Made Easy from the Get Savvy Club. Anna Geary and Anita Baldwin here. How are you doing today, Anita? I am great, thank you. How are you? Yeah, good. Thank you very much. So you might Half have noticed... having a really bad hair day. I don't know what has happened. Well, look at this podcast. It doesn't matter. Yeah, mine as well. I don't know. Yeah, but Just I've make... got to look at myself while I do it as well. It's a bit off I look like literally I've been dragged through a hedge backwards now. I don't look fine. But well, you're not supposed to be looking at yourself anyway. You're meant to be looking well, at I'm me. I'm supposed to look at you. Yeah, and I'm meant to look at you. <laughs> I just look at it holistically. Um, yeah, so anyway, back to the point. Normally, we have a guest episode on a Tuesday, but today we're doing one of our one off um, deep dives of certain things. So, <laughs> you were going to say run then? <laughs> I was going to say run, yeah, but then I thought, no, it's, it's more of a deep dive on an issue. So, we do quick ears and we give you the value on the Thursdays for little things that you can do in your business, but they always have to be less than 10 minutes. So, we don't feel sometimes we go into topics and we feel actually we could speak a lot longer on them. So, We've done the pricing one, so I don't know what number that is, but you could go back and listen to the pricing one. That's really good because people get stuck on pricing and not charging their worth. So we need to do a longer one on that. And this one, we're talking about uh, stop waiting until you're ready. So this is a big issue, massive issue for so many people. And it holds you back and it could and it could hold you back for a long, long time as well. So we speak to people that have been in business for and had their businesses a lot longer than we've had the Get Savvy Club, yet they don't feel that they're ready to do what, to take that next step and to to go further and up, scale up their businesses. Mostly we help coaches. A lot of the time they feel they, there's various different reasons why they, they need, they're waiting. Some, sometimes I would call it out and say it's a limiting belief or it's fear. And that's why they feel they need to do all these things to actually get ready to do the next step in their business. So we hear things like, oh, I just need to sort out my website first uh, before I do that. Or I need to have been a coach for longer or I need to have, um, uh, I don't know, it's almost like they're looking for permission from other people instead of actually making that decision and giving them se- themselves permission to actually go and do the thing they want to do now rather than wait until they're ready. Because let's be it's honest, we'll never be ready. Isn't it? Because yeah. of um, fear. Time will never be perfect, will it? No, and in fact, um, about the only person we've ever talked to who this isn't an issue for, and it's been an issue for me in the past as well, so I'm not saying it hasn't, yeah. um, but the only person is someone we talked to this week, actually, who'd started their business and they were like 10 months in and they were absolutely flying mm. and they had big plans to expand and take on additional staff and what have you. And we were like, that is awesome because we talked to, the more, the more people we talked to have been, I've been going four years, uh, I'm just I'm just doing another course um, and I'm setting up my website and um, yeah, I'm, I'm just making a little bit of money, but I haven't got enough to leave my current job or you know I haven't I'm not ready to commit to going to the next level because I just need to um do this this and this and there are like loads of different excuses like Anna said it, it could be get your website done or it could be um you know I can't afford to take on additional help or I haven't got the tech I haven't got the platform um or I just need to do a bit more one-to-one or I haven't got the kids need the to be time. at school or the kids need to have finished school or or it could so it's not necessarily in your business it could be out outside of your business that's stopping you from doing it so yeah. children other commitments and things and- yeah and actually one of the things that we teach our clients who are coaches is how to do something that doesn't require any additional funding so you don't need to invest in tech you don't need to have um you don't need to outsource certain things um you don't need to have a website you can just 
quick and dirty, get it out there and test it in a real life situation because you can do as much research as you want until you get something out there. You never really know how it's going to go. And, um, you know, we're not big businesses. We haven't got the budget to go out and research products before we launch them. So the research is the launch. Go out yeah. and then, you know, we're like... Um, living examples of this when we first started our um, program it was only six weeks and it was very different to the stuff we do now and um, we learned along the way at some point we did so we did we'd run it once and then we said oh this could do with really being professionally filmed um, so we looked it up and it was I think it was like three thousand pounds and obviously we didn't have the money to do that then so we didn't do it and thank god we yeah. didn't do it because we would have just scrapped it we, we completely it. changed it the next time around didn't we so that money yeah. would have been like might as well put it on the fire um so you know don't think okay i just need to i just need to just and the thing to do the practical thing is okay think about where you want to be in maybe a year or five years time and then write down all the things you think need to be in place in order for you to start going there and then really have a hard look at that list and say okay do i really need that or have I seen anywhere an example on social media of someone who's been in business less than a year and already made half a million quid or fifty thousand pounds or, or something like that like we started get so we didn't have a website for 10 months did we no didn't bother and people every now and then asked have you got your website and we were like no not yet and but mostly people didn't ask I would say like a handful of times people yeah. said and I tell you what we website. never heard Oh, I'd love to work with you, um, but you, you haven't got, got a website, website today, so we're, we're gonna <laughs> so we're gonna give it a miss. Yeah, <laughs> so don't it, it is it is common. Don't beat yourself up if you've been doing it, but and you must know in your industry, everyone that's listening to this now, I bet you there's an example of someone in your industry that started after you did and then just flew by you, and you're thinking, how on earth is that person? Maybe they're younger than you. Maybe they've only done. You know, maybe they worked. You knew them before, and they worked doing something completely different and now they're doing the same as you but they're doing it they've, they've got further faster just because they went for it they weren't waiting for permission they weren't waiting for all these things to be ready so and i'm i'm guessing that would have irritated you as well because i sometimes see you know like when you um see people that have got proper actual businesses that they're running and they're, they're really successful and they're flying and you think wow they weren't even born <laughs> like when we were first starting out in work or, or whatever they might only be a few years older than my teenage daughter and I yeah. think, wow they when we started, managed to do that there was a, a business coach out there I can't even remember her name you might know it um and she's an American and she was absolutely making millions and she was about 22 years old <laughs> and she was really fresh-faced she had really long hair do you remember her? and so she looked about 16 and she was going out there telling people who've been in business 20 years what to do and and I know if that had been me, I would never have had the I would have been embarrassed to be telling someone 20 years older than me yeah. what they should do. However, if she does her stuff and it works, then get out there, which she absolutely did. She got out there and she was making loads of money. So I know, you know what you mean. I can't think of a name though, but it's funny because um, when I worked at Perfect Pizza as a kid, they made me supervisor and I had to tell like 40 odd year old blokes, like delivery drivers, like which pizzas to take when. And I found that weird. And that's nothing on the scale of like what some people do. In actual fact, I used to say to them, like, I'm supposed to be telling you, but obviously they knew better than me about where different pizzas should go with what in terms of the area and where to get to. But um, so, yeah, it's, it is a strange one um seeing people that you think actually are aren't as good as you or aren't as experienced you for whatever reason flying past you but in actual fact that should be inspiration to you to think hang on they only started two years ago and they're here I've been doing it for eight nine years I'm here but who's to say that I can't fast track in that that yeah. short space of time as well 
if you say you can't or you say you can, either way you're right, which is one of my favourite like cliched sayings because it is so true, isn't it? It's just about what you tell yourself. And and yes, you do have to be comfortable. And the, the more trained and qualified and the more experienced you get, you know, I'm one of these people, I'm not really a bullshitter. So I can't stand up there and say, not I can really do that when I've I never done it. Um, I, I really struggle with that. And I I feel like everyone's going, well, no, you can't because it's written all over you. I've got quite an honest face. Yeah. So I just I don't have a know. poker face. If I no, exactly shit, right. My face would just say, there <laughs> but um at some point you have to find a way to turn what you might consider to be a disadvantage into an advantage so if you are new starting out in your business then that, of course that's a massive advantage because every customer is meaningful to you because it's make or break for your business and they're all good case studies and testimonials so you're going to put in another phrase I hate you know 110% of effort there isn't 110% yeah. is there uh, but you're going to put in way more effort than those people who have got a hundred um, clients and they're dipping in and out because they've gone going for volume and all the money and they're not really giving the time and the effort so turn it on its head there's always a way to turn something on its head so if you don't have a website and people say have you got a website say no I really want one however I've been so busy you know serving clients or, or doing here, this or yeah. doing that and I've been setting up my social media and all of that then I haven't got around to doing it but you know it's definitely on my list now let's talk about you and nobody minds that it's only you that's thinking that that's something that's holding you back yeah, because it, it reminds me, actually, when I was new in recruitment and I didn't really have a clue what I was doing trying to place these um, these candidates. But when I went to see the clients, I, I, that's why I just used to own it and say, look, I'm new to this type of recruitment. I will put, you know, all my effort into it. I'll be there. And I did. I was able to stay in the office till like nine, ten at night going through, you know, making sure that I found this, you know, giving so much more because these were new clients and I wanted to impress them. So, yeah, there's always a different way of um, looking at it and thinking about it. But if if you keep telling yourself you're not ready and if you keep waiting and waiting and waiting, you're, you will have had your business for four years, will turn into eight years, it will turn into 20 years and then you'll, you'll feel, oh, I'm no, too old. Yeah. You're too old. Look oh, at yeah. all the long time people there. The yeah. And just know that actually all of these stories are things that you're using to hold you back because you're scared, you lack confidence, you, you don't know what to do, you're, you're floundering around or what have you. So when we work with people, we're really good at saying let's just get stuff out there because actually you get confidence on the job you get experience on the job you grow you change you know you you de deliver stuff and then get the feedback and then that you evolve as you go along so there's nothing better than actually just cracking on and doing it for making you really good at what you do and you know even like this podcast if I look back and I bet you if we went back and listened to the first couple of episodes we'd absolutely I'm never cringe. Do that. Um, but you know did we say oh, uh, you know you went on a podcast course but I didn't and actually I've learned on the job and I think it's quite funny that the first few are probably awful and so I have forced myself to listen to them as we go along because actually I think listening to them makes us get better because you make you realize yeah. the things that you do and, and say that annoy you that probably annoy other people and both of us speak really fast and I think sometimes yeah. you can miss that fantastic I feel point we're trying to make. For you people that listen to this in a different country or if English isn't your first language you must sometimes be like what? Yeah. <laughs> Put it on so, there. I deliberately try to slow down sometimes. And I think the other thing we don't do enough of is make a point and then like hammer home that point a couple of times so that people yeah. really get it. We make a great point and people might go, that's a great point. But then we've moved on to another one and then you've forgotten it. Um, so I think sometimes we'd be better to kind of repeat ourselves. But, you know, we're learning as we go along. Um, and some people will love working with us and some people will take one look at us or listen to us and go, 
not for me. You know, not for me. And that's fine as well, isn't it? You know, if somebody's yeah. looking for someone who's got a website and has got um, three, you know, postgraduate diplomas and has been doing it for seven and a half years, then fine, they can go and find someone like that. If that's not you, that's okay as well. Often when people ask what we do and if we we tell them they have a podcast, lots and lots of people say, oh, I wish I had a podcast or I'm thinking of getting a podcast. And I think, why aren't you then? See, that's another thing. You're waiting until you're ready. You're waiting until you think that you should have a podcast. Like there's some kind of um, level you need to be at. You don't need to be at a level to have a podcast. So this works in business and other things that you that are connected to it in terms of marketing. You don't have to wait. Same with books. Everything that perhaps used to be trickier to, to get off the ground are not as hard as you think. And you can just find people that can help you fast track things. So hidden across the globe is like so, so many coaches that are brilliant, that are transforming people's lives every single like second. Somebody's life's being transformed by an amazing, amazing coach. And people are not getting out there to help even more people because they don't know how, they just get stuck. And we've we've helped lots of people with our programs to use social media to, instead of just being like this hidden secret, they can actually get out there and help even more people. So I think if you're that person, why aren't you getting out there and have, have a good think about the reasons why and then make changes to take, take little baby steps each day to start getting to the levels that you want to be at because if you've always only you know maybe you've got coaching you've done it part-time around your kids and things you make I don't know, a couple of grand a month with it and you want to get to the next level and you see all these different people talking about it what can you do to take steps to actually start doing that rather than filling up your to-do list of things that you need to do first before you take steps to get in there yeah and I know um money isn't the biggest motivator for a lot of people Mm. but we need money money gives us um choices and it allows us to then maybe go and do a day a week you know unpaid to help other people or to spend more time with our family or to just get rid of that stress and anxiety worrying about the bills so I mean, we spoke to somebody um, a couple of weeks ago and they were kind of saying, oh, I'm busy with this, I'm busy with that and all that. And actually, when we boiled it down and really got to the nitty gritty, I'd say 95% of what they were busy doing wasn't earning them any money at all. And it was all about, well, I'm hoping that this might come off and I'm chatting to this person about this opportunity. And, um, And actually, you know, you work with Anna and I and like us or loathe us, we are focused on getting our clients that money in every month so what one of the things we focus on is what's going to bring you in that recurring revenue at a level you want every month because then you can add in the other stuff you want to do that spend time on like getting your website done like rebranding all of your stuff um that's going to cost you money but isn't directly going to bring you money in yeah you know i'm a big obviously a big believer in coaches and people who are coaches and don't have a coach be very suspicious of those because why not you know if they believe in it enough to do it why haven't they spent their money on it um so we our business completely changed when we changed coaches and found one who was like really focused on this and he's kind of changed our attitude in it if you like because we were all about building foundations and adding value and everybody says just add value and it, it will come and it will happen and and actually no you need to do a bit of hustle and focus on what what you're doing in a day look at what you're doing every day and work out what percentage of stuff is going to bring you in money and is yeah. aimed at bringing you in money and what percentage isn't and see all the stuff you can cut and then focus on the money when the money's there that gives you the freedom to like outsource loads of stuff um go and buy new platforms go and do all that other stuff but you've got to be getting the money in first at a level that suits you 
Yeah, don't just get stuck in that adding value, adding value, adding value, because people will tell you, oh, add value and it will come. And it will, but why not be adding value and getting money at the same time instead of, because you can just get stuck in the adding value bit. Well, really. how many people do we meet who add too much value, including yeah. us at the start as well? Yeah. Oh, we'll just add this in. We'll just give this and we'll just create this thing. Stop creating and start start earning. Actually start having it look like how you want it to look like and don't wait until you're ready to. Because that's the other thing. Where it's quite discouraging when we speak to people that have done that whole thing where they were waiting to get ready and they have got all their ducks in their row. Maybe their kids have got older and don't need them anymore. Maybe they have sorted their website. Maybe they've even created their program. It's all there and everything. And then they go out like to the world, ta-da. And do you know what? Nobody cares. So you're ready, but the world's not ready because you've not done the fund fundamental building up of your audience, connecting with people, letting you know that this thing's coming, that this is happening and this is where you're at. So then you you feel that you're ready, but the world, like, you've not done all the, all the foundational work to help you actually get out there and, and for people to care that you're ready. Um, so yeah, that, that's, that's if you do that thing. and you get those tumbleweed moments and you think, mm. okay, it's, it's hard work to pick yourself up and think, right, now I've got to start building an audience um, and what have you before you can even start making sales probably. And it is kind of quite demotivating, isn't it? I think sometimes... Um, People don't want to invest in themselves in terms of finding a coach who's going to take them on this road because, one, they feel selfish investing in themselves. They feel like they should just know all this stuff because, you know, they're the expert in what they do, so they should just know all this stuff, and it's embarrassing. And the other side of it is you kind of got to deliver, haven't you, if you invest yeah three five whatever thousand pounds in your business you've got to make it work and what if you still can't make it work yeah. you know how do you face that and I think that's a fear you're that everybody has. In the ground aren't you and saying I'm I'm gonna do it and then you've got to yeah. go and do it then yeah which is a good but, thing know, actually yeah what's wrong with saying actually mm. I want to get there I'm going to go and find someone who is there and get them to help me mm. be there and then they're gonna you know if they're the right person then they're gonna get you there and there is no failure there is no worry about what if you spend all this money and it still doesn't work because it will work. Uh, you just got to ask the right questions, I think, when you talk to somebody and find out what they've done with their business. I see so many coaches who are just kind of textbook coaches and they've yeah. never built a business and they've never um, you know, built a successful business and done all these things and failed along the way as well. Um, and it's, you know, you've, you've kind of got to do it. I'm thinking of one coaching company in particular who are very like um, system led and you learn the system. You don't necessarily live the system. Yeah. It's not. And so what yeah. if something's different? What if something's an anomaly to what you've learned in your textbook? How do you help somebody then? If you want to be a coach, so you think you need to go and like learn how to be a coach and you get all your certificates as well. And you just think, I just need to get this another. I just need to deep dive on this thing and learn a bit more about this and get this this higher level certificate. And even with actually speaking to somebody today that actually there's nobody more qualified than him in that particular thing in terms of experience, how long he's been doing it, all the things, whatever. And he's still like almost like waiting for something. And it's like, no, you need to or worried about what other people might think in terms of other institutions and things We're like, what's it got to do with them? You 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 can go out and get work. But so it's, there's always something. So yeah, if you you know, and, and actually, it just come down to fear, like you say, normally, when you break, when you keep asking yourself, well, why do I think that? Why do I think that? Why do I think that is, it's fear, fear of sometimes it's even being fearful of being successful. Yeah. So I'm in like a money group. Um, and it's all about money mindset and such like, and actually a lot of people in there, like, they fear making too much money because they panic about like, oh, how will I know how to pay the taxes and how that like, so they almost shy away. What will from people think money. of me? Will they think I think I'm special because I've got this money? 
I won't yeah, be equal with my friends suddenly. And it's yeah, weird. So it's weird all the things that subconsciously hold you back. Or maybe somebody said something to them when they were like five years old and it's stuck with them forever. Yeah. Um, and that means. For me, though, I think the thing that spurs me on is the guy we spoke to this morning has been in our world and we've had chats with him in the past since we started, really. And he must see people who have invested in our stuff and their businesses have skyrocketed mm. and they're earning all the money and then think, okay, but I'm still here and they mm. were here and now they're there. And for me, that's the thing that I'm often not the first person to jump into things I do like to kind of think about it but when I see other people jumping in and it works for them I think but yeah I need to do that and usually that means I have to spend more money on it because I haven't taken that risk early on because things only ever get more expensive don't they it depends what motivates you I guess doesn't it but that's something that's motivated me in the past definitely seeing other people yeah the fast yeah yeah and also people that you think well they're not even as good as me exactly because we all it's it's just they've gone for it that's all they've just made a decision and they've taken the action and they've blocked out all the fear they've or because they will still have had fear but they've just thought no I, w- I want to get there's there's actually a business coach um she's british but she's uh, based abroad somewhere and she is only like i think she's 24 now 20 24 25 and what she's achieved in such a short space, you think she actually left it. She uh, went to do some business degree and realized no one here has ever run a business. So just left and just started her own business to learn along the way. And she's so successful. And like you say about the fresh faces, I look at her and I think, God, you're like 24 years Kid. old and you've like created all this already. It's like, oh, and some of them. Well, are, our business coach is uh, in his 20s, isn't he? Maybe 30, yeah, like 12, yeah. Millionaire, so he's like considerably yeah. younger than us. Way more successful, but that's good, isn't it, for us? You know, yeah, because like... you think actually it's not that far away for you because we can bring all the experience that we've all, all ever had, always like what we've got already, um, and then build on that. And it's, yeah. it's not, I think, how the world has changed in terms of the way that we can, you don't have to worry about it, the fact that you um, live in a poorer area now because you can be interacting and charging people. And working with people that are anywhere in the world so whereas maybe actually i'm thinking of this now because um one of our clients is on this live while we're doing recording this podcast but you know he's in in south wales for example and i bet there's parts of south wales where it's just like a little tiny village and if you were there and hoping to sell your coaching services and you were only you could only sell to people you could physically get to you know like the little networking areas your audience wouldn't be very big but whereas now there's how, how many billion is there in the world seven billion people in the world and everybody is on some kind of social media platform. So even if you just use LinkedIn, there's 28 million UK users of LinkedIn. So is that, I'm pretty sure in the 28 million that are there, you're going to find people that want um, your services. And How many customers help. do you want? You know, mm. most people only want like 20, 30, 40. And you say, don't you? You only need like a thousand raving fans for you to be like made for life. Just a thousand raving fans. It's obviously not as easy as it sounds to just get those thousand. But once you've built up that no like and trustability and, and people can connect, you can really go out there and serve anyone in the world which is so it's never been easier to fast track and get your businesses to where you want them to be yeah yeah so the the big message here is don't wait Mm. uh, because there'll always be something to wait for it's like deciding to have kids isn't it you never go well you're never gonna be now because you know people say don't they wait until i can afford to have children never when would you like ever be able to afford to have children afford to have that much time off of work but you make it happen because it's there and it's happened and you've you've got to do it and you do it it's never is a good good time maybe when you're younger you've not saved enough money maybe when you're older it's not you know so actually at some point you just you know you go for it and you make it work you make it work you're right Mm. you make it work whatever the obstacles are once you start um you just you get over them and make it work 
I think it's just got to be important to make a decision on exactly what you want because you'll never truly get what you want until you know what you want. So just a basic thing is just if every night before you go to bed, every morning when you wake up, you write down just like things I want and then write a list of like, and don't even think about it as like, um, it doesn't have to be the big things. It doesn't have to be, in actual fact, it's better if it isn't the big things, if it's just little things that you might want, like, I don't know, maybe a new sofa or maybe you, maybe you just want to be losing half a stone or something. And if your intention is to do that thing, then you're more likely to do it if you're remind you've got to your brain you've got to be thinking about it all the time you've got to be intentional and it's the same with your business if you really want to have an online program maybe you do one-to-ones and you're like actually i want to serve i want to have a group of people and i want to do an online program well unless you make that decision and decide you want it and then start taking steps towards it, it's not it's just going to be a maybe isn't it same with a podcast oh i've always wanted a podcast we well, won't get one unless you take some steps towards looking into it if you are by the way listen to this you're like i would like a podcast message anita all right because we're more than happy to put you in in touch with our podcast producer mm. who is just a joy to work with and you know see anna and i are not like genius iq or loads of financial backing or anything like that we're just mm. two ordinary people who kind of said right let's do this now and we bumbled along and we learned on the way and we got great people in to help action. us um yeah took action mm. we made it happen so you know i do have um two postgraduate diplomas in one in digital marketing and one in strategic marketing i don't think i've ever needed to mention that i don't think anybody's ever asked well how qualified are you to do this job or um yeah i just think it's more boring than it is you know informative or helpful in my role maybe oh, i think my um btech in performing arts is more useful you've probably mentioned that more than yeah. i've mentioned mine because i think it's randomly. really useful it yeah. <laughs> got rid of my Leicester accent um, and gave me confidence. So yeah, you can't knock it. But yeah, but yeah, the point. But is, so if you're doing your qualifications can. to give you confidence, then fantastic. Fine. If you're doing it because you think talking about it will bring people to you, it won't. You don't need oh, to wait. Knew. You can get out there now. We knew a woman once, and uh, she um, got oh, yeah. this top top like a. She was a nutritionist or something, and so she studied and she got this top thing with, in nutrition, which obviously we don't know what that top thing is in nutrition because or we're care. not nutritionists or care um we would only i assume people one thing would want to go and get a nutritionist is somebody i just want to be able to do my jeans up without them cutting me in half on a sit yeah down. exactly so it's about Thanks. the outcomes and things and the yeah. pains that people would run away from no one's like and i remember when she'd actually got it actually and she was like raving about it and was like, oh that's great but like there must have been a new euphoria of getting that and then a few weeks later thinking well no one cares actually do they which they don't they only care that you could transform them into eating better or whatever it is that for the outcome that they want so yeah that's a really good point actually getting, we um you know extra qualifications in marketing there's all this wanky language all the time no one knows what it means and actually one of the things that's really important in marketing is to be customer centric and being customer centric just means putting your customer at the center of everything you do and thinking from their perspective so what anna said there is exactly right so as a customer who just wants to feel healthier and lose a bit of weight do i care whether you've got this qualification or that qualification or any qualifications but if you can show me that you can give me a really the easiest way possible you've got a roadmap we yeah, don't want to follow. put hard work into these things either the easiest way possible to get from a to b and get the outcome and prove to me that you've done this with other people just like me good enough have my money let's go um and that you can't do that just with a piece of paper you can't do that in just an instant that's why social media is so important in terms of building loan like and trust it takes time um 
to, for people to become familiar with you and to believe in you and to even understand what you do. We have to see something ridiculous like 44 times before we yeah. even notice you talking about what you do. Um, so, yeah, don't think I've got I have a website. I've got to have this. I mean, don't go out and be a fucking brain surgeon when you've never been to medical school i'm not saying that but i'm saying if what you do you could do based on your experience or you could start now offering somebody like a half price session with you because you're not quite qualified or whatever then then just start now find the easiest way to start now and just do it i don't think it's very good how a lot of these coaching companies um take money off of people just to give them a piece of paper saying that yeah. they've learned the coaching but in actual fact then they feel like oh i'm qualified i've got it but they've learned nothing about business the fundamentals of business and the fundamentals of marketing. getting clients if, you can't be you a coach unless you've clients, got clients yeah you can you can't get clients unless you know how to market your business to get the leads in in the first place and then even if you're good at that even if you think, yeah, but Anna, I put things out on Google ads and I get these people coming in. Yeah, but how are you doing your sales calls? How are you going? How, have you got a structure for your sales calls even? How are you you're speaking to loads of people and not actually getting any clients because you're not clear on on the outcomes that you can get and yeah. you've not got a process to go through. And yeah, it's, so it's really bad. Been, um... They say, oh, be a life coach. Follow this thing. We'll give you the certificate. And I see it a lot of times on Instagram and things or on, on Facebook where people proudly have the certificate. And I think, great now this is where it starts though because if you can't get if you can't market that business you know that piece of paper is just going to collect dust and that's that yeah and they should recognize that so we are in the early stages of working with like a property training company who train people to you know go out and make money in property but what they've recognized is that's just one side of it like Anna mm. said you can learn all of that but then you've got to go out and be able to market yourself and what you do and everything so we're talking to them about us helping with all that side of things and I think that's great because they're trying to be the full package so they want their help like their, students their tribe, yeah. if you like to be mega successful and they're recognizing this is a bit where they might fall down let's go and give them help on that and so that's what these coaching companies should do or to at least say right now you've got this you, st you also need this bit to go and, and um, be successful because then people think it's them but they're failing and they're they not obviously must be a rubbish coach and they're not yeah, they're a great coach taps into all that they've imposter just not syndrome got the yeah they've just not got the, the footfall and the people and, and also that sort of oh yeah just use social media you can't just put one post out once and go hey guys i'm a coach now so if you need fixing on this just contact me because that's not world works we don't like anita said you need so many more touch points and you need to get that trust for people to actually buy off you takes quite a bit of um no no i wouldn't say time actually but you do need to have been like they Repetition. do feel that they need they they know you yeah so yeah different people we like take longer familiarity that's why brands spend millions on branding exercises because we like familiarity we like that we'll How many always times did you have coke or a coca-cola when there's like roller cola or whatever right next to it which Except is when going i was a child be... and we used to have sainsbury's own cola so that's how i know Get you going sainsbury's we never went sainsbury's Quick, uh... <laughs> this is one of those conversations <laughs> well, at least you had the supermarket we, we used to have to eat out the garden well, we didn't have we could sainsbury's no we won't go in sainsbury's for anything no that's too high level we had a quick save which is anyone knows oh, yeah. it's like black you didn't have them down south i used to go no. and uh I stayed with my nana. We'd go to Quick Save. They used to yeah, do massive so, bags of like um, cartwheel crisps that I loved. Yeah, they had a no frills brand, which basically means there was just a white packaging with black writing on. So it literally was no frills. So everything in our cupboards was like no frills, no frills. But that's better for you, actually, because they're trying to save money. So they put less sugar and stuff in there. 
those brands so actually it's probably food that is slightly healthier like the cereals and things like that are way yeah. better well these days though when you go in aldi and they have their fake products or they have their fake cornflakes or they have their fake whatever they taste exactly the same whereas back then they didn't the no frills cornflakes tasted like cardboard stops you overeating you know. them though doesn't it i bet you had kellogg's cornflakes didn't you i just have frosties oh fucking hell yeah. i've dreamed to have had frosties <laughs> <laughs> rich <laughs> bitch i bet you even like where i had those ones in those individual packets as well no we were never allowed those and i was oh, never allowed chocolate yeah. spread either i'll tell you what we had lemon curd absolutely Blech. disgusting i cannot stand lemon curd who even invented that who even although i made that? um you'll laugh at this it was a while ago about a year ago i made a lemon meringue pie I tried to make my own lemon curd and that was lovely but if you saw yeah. how much sugar went into it it was i might as well have just got the bag of sugar and dipped it into my mouth weird <laughs> isn't it when you bake though not that i really do but that's when you see like no wonder cakes because cakes look like nothing to me yeah they look uh, like well it's not much it's only that big whatever but actually when you when you go and try and make yeah. something and you're putting it in you, you realize how how you put all this stuff or in like a flapjack together. that's the thing i cannot make flapjacks they always have to eat them with a spoon but when you look at like, the just butter and the sugar i'll be like put some ice cream with this i don't really that. agree with the ice cream with puddings if i'm honest ice cream is Why? a pudding can't have it with a pudding oh god rules your rules yeah. are right. i cream you but i can't i don't like i like no i don't have ice cream oh, no what about brownies though surely a brownie would have cream. ice cream with it chocolate fudge cake and ice cream cream no. <laughs> i really want all that stuff now basically don't wait until you're ready because other people aren't and they're flying not that we're saying i'm not advocating comparing yourself to others at all but don't let the bastards yeah. get ahead right, of you. tell you what write this list <laughs> of the things that you think you need to have in place before you can start operating as you mm -hmm. want to and email it to us at info at getsavvyclub.co.uk and i will give our comments on it um and write what what you know i will help you to break that down and realize that you don't need to wait for those things maybe sometimes maybe some of them you do maybe it's legitimate but um if you don't know whether it's legitimate or not feel free to email us and um we'll come back to you with love yeah and kindness as always right cool brilliant thanks a lot and we'll see you soon on the next wiki bye. bye that was marketing made easy the podcast from get savvy club if you enjoyed it connect with us on social media just search get savvy club